Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. We've got SEMA reveals from Chevy and Kia, BYD beats out Renault, Nissan and Brussels, and the NADA defends the dealer franchise system. But now let's get to today's top stories. We like helping you keep track of interesting trends in the auto industry, and we've got some interesting numbers regarding sales of diesel engines in the U.S. market. So far this year, diesel sales are up more than 10%. They're growing twice as fast as the overall market. And based on last month's sales, the vehicles with the highest take rate are the Ram Pickup, the Porsche Cayenne, and the Volkswagen Jetta. 25% of those buyers are ordering a diesel engine. The Ford F-Series has a 16% take rate, followed closely by the GMC Sierra at 15%. The BMW 3 Series comes in close at 13%, while the Chevy Silverado stands at 11%. The Jeep Grand Cherokee is at 6.5%, while the Chevrolet Cruze is only a little above 2%. Obviously, this is not a complete list of the vehicles that offer a diesel engine, but this gives you a good idea of how these engines are selling in the American market. Chinese automaker BYD just received a big boost in its EV efforts. Bloomberg reports that the taxi operators in Brussels, Belgium, overwhelmingly chose BYD's E6 to shuttle citizens around instead of opting for EVs from Renault and Nissan. The CEO of one of the taxi companies said he wanted to choose a European brand, but said, and I quote, when it comes to size, comfort, and range, BYD was clearly above Nissan and Renault. BYD's E6 has a range of 190 miles, which is double that of Renault's Zoe. Car sales in the American market continue to grow, so it's no surprise to learn that production in North America is booming as well. Wards reports that automakers built nearly 1.5 million vehicles in September, a gain of 6% compared to last year. Ford was the only automaker who saw production fall in September, but that's because the company had to close its F-150 plant to retool it for the new model. So far this year, automakers in North America have produced 12.7 million light vehicles, which is 5% more than in 2013. Yesterday we looked at some of what Mopar will be showing off at next month's SEMA show, and now let's look at what Chevy will have. The brand will display souped-up and tricked-out versions of the SS, Sonic, Impala, and Cruze with unique add-ons like wheels, fender kits, all the way up to engine performance upgrades. While we'll most likely never see cars like these go into production, I really like what companies like Chevy and Mopar do at SEMA. They give customers a glimpse at how radical their vehicles can get, and most of the time with parts that are directly available through dealerships. Then there are brands like Kia that go to SEMA to have some fun. It will be showing off this Kia Soul EV ice cream truck concept there. And I really think that Kia should come out with this wheel and tire package as an option for the Soul. I think it looks great. It's kind of like the retro wheel that V-Dub has been offering on the Beetle. And in other Kia news, it announced that NBA superstar LeBron James will be the brand ambassador for the new K900 sedan. A TV commercial will air later this month when the basketball season kicks off. Coming up next, why dealers say the franchise system is in place to help you. 
Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. Excellent traction! Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. For most of the year, Tesla has been fighting dealers' franchise laws in order to sell its EVs in its own stores. So far, the company has only reached a few compromises in a handful of states. And that's one of the topics on AutoLine this week. In the following clip, Forrest McConnell, the chairman of the National Automobile Dealers Association, defends the franchise system. And there's one aspect I think a lot of people don't think about, and that's warranty and recall work. You know, for a dealer, um, a warranty is revenue. So our our, um, interests are aligned with the customer. We want the factory to approve warranty because that makes the customer happy and we make a buck. But the manufacturer, for a manufacturer, if they own that dealership, it's all expense. So they don't have an incentive to want to do that warranty work and maybe make an exception for a customer to make them happy because it's expense. So that's it. And then there's no substitute for all the local ownership that dealerships have throughout this country. We employ a million people nationwide and they're good jobs. $52,000 a year on average and they can't be shipped overseas. So dealers, and who, think about it, just common sense, who would be better running a dealership? Someone, a man or a a, a lady who has money invested, average of $11 million in a store, skin in the game, running that dealership, or a regional manager that works for corporation that doesn't have anything tied up. Also joining John for that show is Steve Finley from Wards Auto and Michelle Krebs from Auto Trader. You can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv. That's it for today's show. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.